0: There we go. Jared, I believe we're live. Oh. It's okay. We're still waiting for the red light on Rockfin. I made the mistake of not waiting for that red light the other day and I forgot to click it. So
1: I saw that. I saw that Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. very this funny is, though. That was, first good, time. that was a funny one. There we go.
0: Here we go. all right. All right. We are live across across. Across all platforms. The worst way to support Trump, blinking Halloween propaganda and Religious war is everyone's favorite subject, but the top story today, oral sex has surpassed smoking and alcohol as the greatest risk factor for throat cancer, claims a doctor who caught his wife blowing another guy. I'm kidding, obviously, it was a female doctor <laughs> who made that claim. And apparently there is some legitimacy to oral sex being a risk factor. So I think it's important that we all pray for Lindsey Graham. Mm. And Adam Schiff. That's true. So take a moment. Mm -hmm. Silence. Thoughts and prayers. Okay. Okay. Halloween news. The White House had their Halloween event where the president was passing out candy to children with his wife, Jill, who was dressed as a cat, which is really the last thing anybody needs is Dr. Jill Biden dressed as a cat. Okay. We don't need Joe Getting all randy because because of his yeah it's a little gross but oh. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken brought his kids to the White House to participate in the events and his son or his daughter no his son was dressed like Vladimir Zelensky that was his son's costume and his daughter was dressed in the colors of the Ukraine flag so instead of candy Biden obviously gave them a multi billion dollar weapons package right.
1: when they went through but only if they shared it with Israel.
0: Right. That exactly. That's you have to make sure to share it with Israel. But what what kind of shameless person just pawns their kid off as a propaganda tool like that? Those
1: kids were crying as he was forcing them into that suit, that that, that shirt. But, Daddy, I want to, Daddy, I want to be a, a ghost or a Power Ranger, whatever kids are into. He just want I'm sure he did not want to be Zelensky. Nobody wants to be Zelensky anymore.
0: Zelensky is old news to these kids. He's lost some of his luster. He probably yep. got made fun of for dressing up as Zelensky. Let me see if I can find a picture. Yeah, I got one here. I'll, I'll share this with you. Did you see the picture of his daughter?
1: hmm Yeah. So, who does this? Hold on one second. Yeah, leave leave work at home, okay? You yeah. know, like, what do they bring the <laughs> yeah. kids into this. Every
0: time I see the ex- logo it's like a porn site it looks like a porn site i know so there's the picture right there there's blinken and his his son and his daughter dressed as a a ukraine can you imagine if somebody showed up to the white house with their kid dressed in the colors of the american flag they would tackle them and arrest them for domestic terrorism
1: I, i mean it's just it's crazy that that he would do this that i i don't understand why they're just so blatantly like, oh, we're going to put a kid, a cute kid. Like, this will win everyone back over when they see how cute it can be to support Ukraine. Support Ukraine It's just a cute little kid. It's a cute little kid country. They should
0: have given him the severed head of a Russian to carry around mm. as part of this costume. Oh,
1: yeah. That's a great idea.
0: Yeah, maybe next year. Yeah, there's
1: always next year. All right.
0: Screen's already freezing there. Okay, so there's the Halloween stuff. The only other real Halloween updates I had were that apparently... What's the guy's name who's dating Taylor Swift, the football player? This annoying story.
1: I can't remember the guy's name. The Kansas City football. That's not Mahomes, is it? No, that's... That's the other guy. He's police the, or
0: something. I don't even know what the guy's name is. You're talking about the guy who's got the mustache? The guy who does all the Pfizer commercials with a mustache. Yeah, Yeah, that the, guy. M- yeah
1: Mr. Pfizer. Yeah, he's got the Mr. mustache. And, mm-hmm.
0: So apparently they put a blockade around his house with police tape and had security guard out there. And they told every kid that came by, no, they're not home and you're not allowed to knock on their door. So screw them. See most I don't even think it's a real couple. I don't think most people do either. In fact you know,
1: and, and at that and at that level, you can just hire someone to answer the door. Just that's what hire I thought, someone. too. And pass Come out on. the candy. Just hire someone to answer the door, pass out the candy. They say, Oh, so sorry, Taylor and Mr. Pfizer aren't here right now. They're getting their boosters. Yeah. We, yeah. They're getting their booster <laughs> shots. <laughs> <laughs> so Travis
0: Police. K E L C E is yeah, the guy's Yeah, name. Ke- Yeah, okay. There's a lot of evidence to suggest that this is just a a staged relationship. I think the most evidence has been overlooked, the biggest piece of evidence anyway, and that is his ex-girlfriend is very different than Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift is a tall skinny blonde chick with no mm-hmm. curves. His ex-girlfriend is an attractive black woman who is not lacking in curves, okay? She's got that back and
1: it, you think he overcorrected.
0: I think he overcorrected. I, I, I'm betting he's probably never dated a girl like Taylor Swift in his life. Yeah. That, you know, a lot of these athletes they like they like them a you know full figured woman. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, here's how you should never try and support President Trump if you are one of President Trump's supporters. This guy is an Alabama Alabama man. He's been indicted after allegedly threatening the Georgia District Attorney Fannie Willis. She's the one prosecuting the case down here, as mm-hmm. well as threatening Fulton County Sheriff Patrick Lebat. Author Ray Hansen, always make sure to include the three names when they want them to sound like terrorists, faces charges of transmitting interstate threats to injure after he allegedly called the Fulton County government customer service line twice and left two voicemails, one for Labatt and then one for F- uh, Fannie Willis, mm-hmm. which very poor customer service mm-hmm. if you're getting a voicemail twice. So
1: Right. Yeah, you should answer story. it by the third ring, at least.
0: Absolutely. Unless they said, call back and leave these messages. He probably called and they picked yeah. up and he threatened the person who answered. Then he said, I need you to call back and leave this as a voicemail so we can have that evidence to use against you. And this is what he said in the voicemail. He said, and this first one I think was to the sheriff, I think, he said, if you think you're going to take a mugshot of my, of my President Donald Trump and it's going to be okay, you're going to find out I should do it in his accent. Mm-hmm. If you think you're going to take a mugshot of my president, Donald Trump, you think it's going to be okay? You're going to find out that after you take that mugshot, some bad shit probably going to happen to you.
1: That's, yeah, uh, th- go ahead. No, I mean, all he had see, he, he messed up. He just should have said that, you know, they were going to fight like their life. I'm going to fight like my life depends on it. Yeah, I'm a, yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, you, I knew you weren't going to stop it, taking away women's rights with Roe versus Wade. You had to go get a mugshot of my president. Right, yeah. Yeah, first you take away abortion, then you get a mugshot of my president. I'm going to fight like hell.
0: Right, yeah, he's got to give those conflicting messages and say yeah. he's just going to fight. But he, so, but he got a little too specific, though. He continued. Mm-hmm. He said, whether you got a GD badge or not ain't going to help you none. And then he ended the call by saying, what you put out there, bitch, comes back at you 10 times harder, and don't
1: you ever forget it. So basically, he's just threatening to take her to court, right? Yeah. He's, he said, right. you know, he, he's, he wasn't specific in the threat. He didn't yeah. say what he would do. He yeah. just said, whatever you do, it, you know, I'm going to bring back to you 10 times harder. Right. He's like, what is she doing?
0: He's like, I'll slash and dash you and pull out your insides in court. I mean, in court, I'm-
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't get very specific that, that to me, I mean, so what are they doing? Are they going to put him in jail? Like what, what, what are the potential charges here? They got the FBI
0: on? going after him. I don't oh. know what the, I mean, they'll probably put him in there with the January six people for 20 years. You have to understand anything like this is going to get you, this is what they want so they do all these things in the media because these are trial by media like no, li- yep. they might actually find them guilty on some of these it'll go to an appeal but this is not this is all for like stirring things up in the country along with trying to you know occupy trump's time and yeah, you know maybe they do want to get
1: it if this was any other politician any other case um they would we wouldn't even know they would just ignore them that's just some crazy guy left a message
0: Absolutely. And they, you know, they get tons of messages like this that aren't as yeah. relevant that they can't yeah. use, but they want people to do this so they can grab them and say, Here, look, we told you domestic terrorism from MAGA Trumpers yeah. are rising. What so if every threats, instant of
1: this it gives them justice? What if you called and did threats like, And I'll tell you what, you take a mugshot of my president, I'm going to come down there. I'm going to tickle the hell out of you. I'm going to tickle you so hard, you're going to giggle all over the place. You're not going to yeah, you, you got you got to stop giggling for ten years. I'm gonna hug you and read you the Constitution. Yeah,
0: yeah, we're gonna cuddle. And like, yeah, gonna you just got with a You have an, an aggressive tone, but you just say really like kind or good things.
1: This is how you do. This is how you do threats. Right.
0: I no, yeah. I think we could do it. We could come up with a whole way. We can give people. Th- you just got to channel the anger through the emotion of something positive. That's right.
1: That's right. That's right.
0: I'm gonna cross I'm gonna cross the line and vote Democrat. If you keep doing this,
1: <laughs> I will vote for Joe Biden every day for the rest of my life if you do this, even when he's dead, I'll keep it, voting for him. It will not matter. He's on the ballot all the time in my house yeah yeah. while Bill says that,
0: Blinken's son is as tall as the real Zelensky. You're correct. So your kids are going to age out of being able to dress as Zelensky oh. at about six or seven, probably.
1: Yeah. But about the children?
0: Uh, the children dress as <laughs> me on how It is a you're required to dress <laughs> as me on Halloween, and then you must join the military <laughs> and fight for, uh, for Ukraine. I almost said Russia there. So yeah. Halloween's over now, which means that Christmas season has officially started, Mm -hmm. and apparently all everyone wants for Christmas this year is a religious war. Oh, yeah. On a global scale, Santa's going to be putting nothing but religious wars underneath people's Christmas tree Mm -hmm. this year. And with the war continuing to escalate, it's just destined to escalate over there, there's growing concerns about the possibility of us committing boots on the ground Officially sending troops over there. We already have some over there in a different capacity. I think my camera just
1: went out. What's yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I like how they say that, that, you know, they're concerned that this might happen. Isn't this a foregone conclusion? Yeah, exactly. And that's,
0: yes, I, I think so. And I want to show you once I get my camera back up going here, I don't know what the problem is. That's okay. I want to show you evidence the that NSA, suggests the, this the NSA, is
1: just does not want this kind of information getting out. What? that? That's why they, they're, they're, they, they cut my camera it. That's why they cut your, your camera off. I don't
0: know what's <clears throat> going on here. There you go.
1: I just imagine that in the NSA headquarters, there's just like a big control room, right, with like hundreds of monitors, and it's just all kinds of people on the Internet. <laughs> Just, right. you know, it's just playing. We, we all have, so half the
0: world or half the country mm-hmm. is the other half of the country's NSA handler, basically. Right, right, have, right, 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 <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so. You're back up. All right, so the, h- here is, this was Kamala Harris being interviewed by 60 Minutes on God, felt that like question. Hundred, about it felt like 180. Or, you felt, you felt what?
1: I said it felt like 180 minutes watching her 60 minutes interview. Oh, did
0: you watch it all? Yeah, no, it did. It was <sighs> it was only 13 minutes that part of it, but it was yeah. Kamala is takes too much Valium and drinks too much red wine. And hold
1: on one second. she says the word and a lot. Like that's yeah. her that's her filler word. And 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 and. Yeah, right. And 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 we should do a compilation clip of her just saying saying and.
2: Yeah. How close is this to becoming a regional conflict that could draw in U.S. troops?
1: We have absolutely no intention, nor do we have any plans to send combat troops into Israel or Gaza, period. Okay,
0: so you'll notice... That she
1: didn't say we are not going
0: to send troops there. Right, no, we no don't intentions, have any plans. Or no plans. No
1: intentions or plans because not not at whenever the interview was. We not. I mean, in the current not, like right now. let me Right this like, we second, we're right not going to be second, No them. intentions or plans. Yes,
0: yeah, so, and, and that's exactly what that means. This is mm-hmm. the same thing that they have done with many of these weapons packages that we have sent to Ukraine. That originally they sent either Kamala or Joe mm-hmm. to do an interview just like this. And they definitively said in that interview something similar to this. We do not have any plans as of now to – no, no way as of now that we're going to send them, which means definitely going to send the Abrams tanks Mm -hmm. that we previously said we wouldn't. This is what – it's like spans the Overton window. This is how they take a decision they've already made that they've decided that they're going to do, and then they go about trying to win the public acceptance of it. put it out there to open the Overton window of discussion. And then mm-hmm. they send a bunch of experts onto the various networks who then do a back and forth through a, who, as the events happen behind it starts to make the position of, we should send look like the better position to take and starts to influence enough of the public in support of it that they can genuinely say that they're representing the people. It, it's a, it's a communist thing, yeah. a, a tri- but it's just, this is what they're doing. They do this all the freaking time.
1: I look, I preferred, I have to say, I I preferred, I know that there's a lot of people who just want us to stay out of all these different things that are happening in the world. I think in an ideal world, that's great. I don't know if it's really possible. So what I preferred is the Donald Trump approach. I'm just going to zap you with a missile from the sky and just leave your, I'm just going to leave your class ring. It's just going to be your class ring. (laughs) That's going to be the last thing, just spinning. That's it. Just yeah, zapping like, from the sky. And then everyone was just like, this motherfucker is crazy. Right? Right. And this they ad- all chilled out. Yeah. 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 And that's, and that's what I would just, just do. One, they did something crazy. You just got to do something super crazy too. You know?
0: Yeah. The level of unpredictability, if, you know, some people think Trump was playing a role, but if we presume that there's a level of unpredictability that existed, that is what would make people be more willing to stay in check. And Trump, so they always get mad at Trump for saying positive traits about <laughs> dictators and worldly, which is like I've talked about this before. But and he's got it,
1: a slim figure, yeah, right? Yeah, he's, he's, he's a beautiful svelte. man. He's very yeah. svelte.
0: It's okay to not underestimate your opponent. You probably shouldn't assume your opponents are dumb and stupid, but apparently you're supposed to. The way they talk about Trump when he says, uh, "Well, so and so is smart, so you better watch out." But um, we have th- right. What I see is everybody who is a leader in this conflict, in my opinion, uh, I-, I think is getting exactly what they want. I, I think the leaders oh, yeah. of Hamas and Bibi Netanyahu want the exact same thing. I, oh, I think and, they both want all of this going on. They both want the escalation. I think the leader of they see, keep bringing Iran into mm. all of this, whatever.
1: Well, I think um, the media definitely wants the escalation absolutely. for sure, yeah. right? You know, they did they do the same thing all the time. They they uh, they they want to build up. You know, I was interesting because um, I bet you. We right now, if you if you looked at some uh, footage from Vietnam and the way that the media played a role in the unpopularity of Vietnam, I'm not defending Vietnam, but the media definitely had a major role in making sure that Vietnam, uh, uh, the public opinion was was against it. Um, And so they can shape public opinion about this. And they're trying to draw this very interesting like you can't even argue about it. One person says, uh, well, I mean, they killed 1,500 civilians and uh, raped and murdered people and beheaded da, da da da, and then the other side says, "Well, yeah, well you've killed 10,000 Palestinians a day with your bombing, right?" And and you, they can't even have a discussion about. No, you know, right, right, yeah, you can't even have a discussion about it. And at, and at that that, that is that is exactly what they want. And
0: you're going to hear a clip here in a second um them basically saying just that and. and Then I'm going to read some stuff from an old, old Mm -hmm. war propaganda book that just, it's a hundred years old, but it's describing exactly what we're seeing right now. So what I want to show you now, get that out of there. So we go back to, oh wait, no, I forgot. Um, Hold on. we get that one back up there. So that was Kamala talking about that. And now we have the new speaker of the house, the Johnson in charge, who is going to, he's going to echo a similar theme to Sean Hannity. Next, here he is talking to Sean Hennedy.
3: We certainly hope that it doesn't come to boots on the ground. Uh, if if it comes to that, and we communicated this to the White House staff as well today, that um, you know we have the Article One power in the legislative branch of government, and they have Article Two. They have very limited authority on what they can do to respond without coming to Congress to seek consent. And even my Democrat colleagues, Sean, that are uh, at committees of jurisdiction, understand this.
0: So. I mean, again, that echoes what Kamala said, but he wasn't as definitively on the no side of that. Oh, he wants it. I think so, too, because of a religious. Oh, Mike Johnson wants it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Which this is a, a, a real concern. But the boots on the ground idea, especially when our military recruitment in most
1: branches is at like a historic low it, well is, we don't need many anymore you see um we have the bravest people in the country are now in the military the trans people and so biden i'm sure has a plan to send the bravest among us to protect the weakest of us right well, yeah i mean
0: so, it, it, <clears throat> if you're born with testicles it doesn't matter if you're trans you are you could be drafted They they made that clear a few months ago and people got really mad
1: yeah but that's the that's the way you know that's that's the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. And, you know, I think they're going to send in a very powerful force of, uh, of trans special trans operatives. Parties. Yeah. To have, to have sex with, uh, opposing forces. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just, uh, you know, wish everyone would lighten up. i do too yeah
0: it's a lot of people don't want to they don't want to lighten up
1: uh no i mean hamas uh look i i I think it's really really important to remember there is one thing that was the the catalyst for this was that i don't i'm not even going to get caught up in well he knew it was going to happen and this and that look the fact is these terrorists came in they did some really unspeakable things, and I don't think people. I don't think people should uh, forget that when they're having this discussion, um, because it's really simple. I mean, I would imagine that all the people calling for a ceasefire could just very easily go the same thing. Calling for a ceasefire, the same thing as is um, release. Calling for releasing all the hostages is the same thing. So just call for that. Just call for that. Well, they
0: do want people do want the hostages released I, I disagree uh-huh. on that a bit. i I think it is important who so, knew and who didn't, because I, I, so there's a this is how they always do war propaganda. This whole thing is launched, same thing with yes. after 9/ eleven all this. it was all launched, and we don't actually have any idea of what the root cause of it was. and if people on the inside and Bibi Netanyahu's government uh, allowed it to happen, maybe even uh, helped some of it uh, um, make make it easier, I, I don't know it's a valid question to ask when you look at the facts and there are, he's even said that he's trying to shift blame to, or he's shifting blame to the Intel people saying, nobody told him when they knew. And that is important because if, if they're also responsible along with the terrorist who killed a bunch of people, if both sides of the, those leaders on both sides are both responsible, then those are who you go after. So you get the people who were responsible regardless of what side they're on. And, And, that, so that's overlooked, I think, when it comes to, is it an inside job or not? If it is, well, the people inside also are held responsible. And also, they need to explain to people why they're not going after the leaders in Qatar. Why they are bombing yes. certain areas. Like, all of that. And this At least idea cut, is cut their room service questions. off.
1: At least cut their yeah. room service off.
0: But you can't have that conversation. You're right. You can't ask these questions without people calling you whatever slander that one side or the other are, are, are calling each other. And yeah. that, that is the design of war propaganda is to eliminate people who ask questions. It's,
1: it's confusing. I'll be honest, man, because, it, totally you, know, y- you know, throughout the day, you definitely get different emotions. Like, I'm not going to lie. There, there's, there's a part of me that gets swept up every once in a while. Like, wait a minute. Did they say that there's a threat to Western society? Right. Well, I'm part of Western society and I kind of yeah. prefer it, right? No, I, I, absolutely. I, that's what gets me is when they start. When they go, well, that's a threat to what? Because they'll put out different things, like, oh, it could threaten this, it could threaten that, yeah. and eventually they're gonna, there's gonna be one that pings you that you know. No, they do that. They, they go for the different. So I'm reading through this book again, this 100-year-old mm-hmm. book,
0: and it's talking about how the, the different uh, uh, demographics in society, you have a spokesperson and a message that appeals to all of them directly to, for the same ultimate goal. And now right. they can do that in a more sophisticated way than ever before because of the data that they gather uh, about people. But also the military, so the Air Force, this is uh, what I want to relate to this. The, the Air Force just, they changed their recruiting standards because they have had the lowest recruiting uh, turnout uh, su- or success since 1999. And they have increased the age of the youngest recruits to 42 years old.
1: Oh, dang it.
0: I mean, that, that's, so 17 to 42 years old. Now fathers can join with their sons or daughters if they want Hopefully, they do get enough people with this. Also, Space Force is taking on this same
1: standard. Space Force could really—they could raise the age limit even higher because you'll be in space, and there's and there's no gravity. You don't age in space. You get younger in space. space. You get younger. Uh, You just travel around the Earth backwards. You can uh, spin, you know, time backwards. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, you can go back in time in space,
0: so Mm -hmm. they shouldn't matter about age. They also changed another – they were they relaxed their standards where they're now – it's a two-year program, pilot program, that allows a do-over for applicants who test who tested positive for THC during their initial physical exam, which I eliminated – They to test positive again? Right. So, yeah, so even if you test positive this time – yeah, it, well, you know, that's a good question. It didn't – this was a – yeah, that's a good yeah. question. Can you join even if you test positive? What the F is going on? With my my phone here, I might have to hold on one second. That's this okay. Is, um, technology is getting to get good.
1: No, I mean the the uh, uh, yes, I, I'm fine. I get I'm fine with drug testing for the military. Sure, why not? Uh, I I guess where I, I'd love to see I'd like to see drug testing for all government jobs and less drug testing for customer service jobs. The customer service jobs uh, that that should be you're allowed to do drugs, right? I think that you should do um, drugs. You should be allowed to do drugs. Um mild painkillers, you know, all kinds of stuff. If you work customer service. I think
0: you I think once you get hired you should be given a grab bag of drugs.
1: Right. Um but no, I th- I do. I think it would be fun uh to force um powerful politicians to take drug tests. I think that would be so much fun. That would be uh, yeah, that'd be a great like reality show.
3: Oh yeah! Oh my Maybe. gosh!
1: Like, who's the guy? Who's the guy that does the uh, you know the the ancestor show? He gets famous people on, and Ben Affleck's like, "Yeah, please don't tell anyone that my family owned slaves." Remember oh, that? I haven't seen that. I know I uh, know what you're about, about it, but... Gosh, it's like a PBS show. I can't remember that guy's name, but it'd be great if they did that with uh, drug tests for politicians. I, I like, think
0: we could do that, and I would love right. to also be you surprise a politician with an inspection of everything on their personal hard drive laptop of their personal or hard drive of their personal laptop
1: yeah yeah <laughs> we'd be outing a lot of pedos yeah I know be call, great.
0: call it find compromising information that could be the name of the show
1: oh here we go M- you Remember, uh, we used to uh, take people's cell phones out of their hands for um, that text in hand sh- uh, game yes people get so anxious I know. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> reading their real text messages—is oh, that their lines uh, of dialogue going to play? Yeah, 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 <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay, so here's Johnson again, speaking of what we were just talking about. There, here is hi- him regurgitating verbatim talking points from Mitch McConnell, one that I played from you the other day, and this highly influential counterterrorism guy from Israel. I can't remember his name, but I'm going to play the that the Israel guy after okay. this. Here's Johnson.
3: Around here, people. Throw around the phrase existential threat. They have an existential threat every day. I mean, their neighbors want to eliminate them and wipe them off the map. So Prime Minister Netanyahu is resolved. I've I've spent time with him personally. I know him as well. Uh, I I think he's a strong leader at at this important time and I think he's gonna do what is necessary and and America will back him up. I mean, they tell us when we're in Israel and you've been there and they, they say the reason that we are able to sustain ourselves and survive is because everyone knows that our big ally Is America. We know that Iran is directly tied to all this. These are Hamas and Hezbollah are are proxies of Iran. And they're tied in now with Russia and China. I mean, it is a new axis of evil.
0: So remember, I played the clip, the new axis of evil from Mitch McConnell the other day? Oh, yeah. This is. Yeah, they're all going to start using that now. They are. They're totally going to start using it. I can't remember this guy's name. This guy is a very highly influential global figure. And the audio is not great because maybe he's in a war zone. But He's echoing some of the similar things on CNN the other night.
1: Okay.
2: Israeli leaders and the public at large refers to to the situation in Gaza, to the war in Gaza, as an existential war for Israel. And one should wonder, how come you have a group of terrorists, huge group, 3,000 terrorists infiltrated to Israel, butchered 1,400 uh, 1, uh, Israeli civilians, Uh, But still, this is not an existential threat to Israel. So how come uh, we refer to that as such? Because we need to understand the bigger picture. And the bigger picture is that Hamas and the Palestinians at large are only a tool in the toolbox of the monster, which is Iran.
0: So Iran, existential threat, uh, all means necessary attitude. We had Lindsey Graham. I think it was today, say that basically no amount of civilian casualties, they're all okay. kind of sounding like it doesn't matter. We must kill them all because it's an existential threat. And this is just uh, trying to shape public opinion to where people accept that as uh, the standard because of the moral
1: high ground. This is the line that is always crossed, is people violating their own principles and values for the greater good right yeah you know, right. we have a bigger threat so this one yep. time this one time we're going to do this thing that we are vehemently against
0: absolutely and and that when you combine it with you're not allowed to ask any questions yeah is when you can get in dangerous territory and then years later a lot of people are disillusioned because they got bamboozled once the truth starts to come out about some of the the things, at least in the past, there's a lot of examples uh, of that happening. And here is this same dude telling us we're not even supposed to ask questions about it or or criticize it at all.
2: It's Kamala drinking. That the international community should understand that they have a role here. And the role is not just to stand on the fence and criticize both sides and, and have some, Politically correctness uh, 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 statements. That's, I mean, that
0: is the textbook effort of war propaganda. You're not supposed to have an either side thing.
1: Yeah, we're not supposed to stand on either side of a fence and have this sort of political correctness. What is he what is he what is he? What he's saying about? there
0: is the role of the international community is not to question
1: yeah.
0: Israel. It's not to criticize both sides. It's not to see this as both sides. It's one side and you don't question any of wow. the methods being used by Israel because of this existential threat that is posed by Iran. And he's speaking to, because she brought up a question earlier. He had a really long-winded explanation, so I just took out the relevant part. But the question was, what's your counterterrorism strategy when the public sees all of these civilians in uh, Gaza dying and they're not okay with that? Basically, that was his short answer.
1: Everyone's being sort of hypocritical, right? I mean, you've got people who... um, on the one hand, like Iran and all these other countries, if you said one criticism about what they did within their borders or how they related to another country, they would tell you to go to hell. Pound saying this is our our business, this is yeah. our sovereign business. get the hell out of here. Um, and yep. I mean so you, you can't you, you can't have that principle when it's convenient right right you, and, and, you, and that's you, you either exactly. have to have it or you don't. Right. right. So in this case, I look at I personally look at this issue as and I think the way to look at it is this is a domestic issue for Israel. Right. Um and uh really hope it doesn't spill over into something yeah bigger. Uh so yeah, do I uh it, it, like I don't it's their it's their issue, uh it, you know, so um is and I don't think we should be sending them money. Uh, i don't sure <laughs> we uh, send them enough money. I don't think they need it. They've already got We've already given them. They've got, they, they got a foam bomb. You you know, the foam, the plastic foam bomb. You hear about this? They have this bomb that they, they chuck it into the tunnel and it expands into foam and, it's, and it just blocks it off. So no one can get through this foam. No, i never, they have all yeah, kind of wild stuff. Over wild there. shit. They have all kinds of wild shit. You know, um, I'll bet you, I'll bet you, uh, Ukraine gets that iron dome soon though. Finally. That's what they're going for. Is that iron out? How did because you just make
0: it. your water disappear? Your water just disappeared. That was crazy. Yeah. I know. It's, great, it's, it's, no, it's a green screen effect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're absolutely right. Uh, and here, so this is becoming biblical, and they're making these religious war appeals. Yes. And that is a scary thing. If the Speaker of the House or others, if they believe that this is the rapture is coming and that Jesus is going to come back. Now, I, I don't know if that's what some of them believe. Some of them were interviewed by CNN, and they seem to express that belief, and that is a reason why they had the position that they did, which was kind of similar to this guy's position and Lindsey mm-hmm. Graham's position. So I, I want to read you a couple quotes yeah. from this book that was written in 1927 by this guy named Harold Laswell.
1: i a bet it's racist. It's called is he Propaganda
0: white? Techniques in World War. It's one of the, like, pioneer studies on propaganda because World War I was the first time that the communication apparatus worldwide had shrunk, into the wor- shrunk the world to the extent that they could really make propaganda one of the main arms uh, mm. of the war, which they've always done propaganda, but now they could communicate ac- across borders in different ways. And, and he studied, he, he's, a, he's an elitist, like he he's with Bernays, he knows all these guys, and he studied the Allied propaganda and some of the German propaganda, and he created a textbook, basically, of mm. here's the techniques they used that allows you to conduct a successful propaganda campaign for war propaganda, international war propaganda specifically. It's a, just a few quotes here. So, so great are the psychological resistances to war in modern nations that every war must appear to be a war of defense against a menacing, murderous aggressor. There must be no ambiguity about whom the public is to hate. If the propagandist is to mobilize the hate of the people, he must see to it that everything is, is, that is circulated uh, establishes the sole responsibility of the enemy. That's a pretty easy principle, but hmm. th- that, that is, this, this is a hundred-year-old book. This is why false flags exist. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that's a false flag, but my, the point is you always have to make it look like the other guy started. Absolutely.
1: Like absolutely, yeah, yeah, well, you either have to you you either have to make it look like the other guy started it, or you have to make them start it,
0: yes, yes, exactly, right, but yeah, like surround either, either them.
1: one works, yeah. right, um, yeah, and I mean, and because I think that's what I think that's what happened, one of the assessments I've heard of what happened to Hamas is that they succeeded more than they thought they would, I'd heard that, yeah, you know, which is an interesting assessment. I, I get that because they they are having trouble with this one. That the public is I mean it's it's amazing how many people have in the United States have gotten on board. I couldn't can you imagine could you imagine uh after 9/11 like pro pro Afghanistan or pro Iraq people in the streets but th- that's such a foreign idea, right? Right. And
0: I I think a couple things that contribute to that is because a lot of people believe that 9-11 there was a there was a role that some people that some people were aware of it that we obviously weren't told the truth about it in the very quickly. and the aftermath
1: very quickly we thought that
0: right and i think with that awareness f- from a lot of the a lot of the public
1: mm-hmm.
0: that's going to raise questions because they're like wait a minute y- you guys didn't tell us the truth about that and mm-hmm. also the the uh, uh people growing their growing awareness of the way propaganda works on the surface, I will say. People have a surface level awareness that I think gives them too much confidence. But people are a little more wise to manipulation, although not always looking in the right direction. But I think both of that contributes to what's going on. And it doesn't help that Bibi Netanyahu forced the jabs on his his population and openly told Jordan Peterson that he wanted them to use the Israeli people. My camera went out again. He wanted them to use the Israeli people as a testing ground for all all things COVID, when it comes to the shots and the, line. I mean, it's the, it's the most. All, he does not seem like a guy you want to cheer for. Yeah. With public statements he made, so none of that helps him.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, the nine eleven is it was an interesting point. I, I really think it is a point where <clears throat> lots of faith in institutions started to fall. Right then. Yep. Uh You know, it was. I, I think very quickly. Uh, You know, we, people had way too many questions. There are just too many things that just didn't add up. And we just all kind of, I think people, then the internet blew up right after that. Right. I mean, you know, there was 9-11. I mean, I, I, I didn't even have a cell phone when I was driving across the country during it. Right. Yeah. You know, I was just listening to NPR. I remember they kept saying, all the politicians kept saying that we were going to have a robust response.
0: And you know what What George Bush say right after that? You're either with us or you're
1: with the terrorists. Or you're with the terrorists, right? And, mm. and that is kind of uh, a theme that— no, today it's either you're either with us or you're with Israel or you're with Hamas.
0: Right. <laughs> no, that is what they do. <laughs> you uh, know. I'm
1: trying to get this camera to work. I don't know what's going on with this thing. Um— yeah, I mean, look, and the propaganda works because it's hard for me to go. Well, you know, I guess I could see through the propaganda, but I guess if one side has to win, I'll take the side that has you know freedom of speech and a democracy, even you know, and if I'm putting that in quotes, right? Um, you know, I I don't know. It's um.
0: Well, see, some would argue though that we don't. We're like, I know the freedom that's what of I mean, speech but, thing, and, right. and this is this is where this has gotten the right kind of to. Silence, freedom of speech. This is what they do leading up to all wars. This thing isn't working, so I, I might end up out of a camera here. All right. But what, we'll about your, to...
1: what about the uh, the webcam on your monitor?
0: It's my monitors off there. It would be like on the side of my...
1: Mm.
0: What is going on here? Um, mm. Hold on one second. That's okay. okay. Sorry about this, uh, listeners and viewers. I don't know why my... My camera has stopped working here. It's a little bizarre. It's never done that before. I think you're right, Ian. I think it is the NSA whose fault it is.
1: Oh, they've put something in your phone.
0: You probably have. So I just got this new subscription for this thing called Camo, which allows you to turn your cell phone into a a webcam and mm-hmm. I have it on a, a tripod, mm-hmm. an, an old cell phone of mine. And that is what I usually use. And it's never done this before. So I don't. It's just another problem that Jake Tapper doesn't have because he's got, you know, 12 people, or actually 30 people behind the scenes and then like a multi-million dollar budget helping him peddle his propaganda. I don't know why it's doing this. This is annoying as F, dude. Yeah. All right. All right. If it doesn't work here, we're just going to roll with it. Um, camo. Do we get it? Does it come back?
1: It looks like it's, something's happening.
0: What's it? What, so it's a little bit come back. The screen <laughs> the, is black. Oh there!
1: There we there, go. Oh there I am. Was that? What is that? Now you're coming into focus.
0: Okay, you- so that was the wrong camera. All right, I'm just gonna put that camera
1: on then. Okay. It's gonna be the dark one.
0: If I have to. Sorry.
1: That's right. You're, and you're frozen. You're frozen. About.
0: Yeah. This is bullshit. Prove that. Get rid of. Get this back. Dead gummit, man. What's going on here? Um all right.
1: Um yeah, I've been I've been checking out my LA friends' Facebook pages and uh they're not posting any opinions about what's happening in Israel. These are people who are not afraid to post their opinions, okay? Really? And they are posting absolutely zero. Uh they'll th- it's funny cuz it's like <laughs> I don't know the kind of joke I was kind of playing with today was like uh yeah, it took the Republicans three weeks to decide on a new speaker, but the Democrats still haven't decided on whether or not they support Hamas or not.
0: Right. They are <laughs> conflicted over that. And I think the actors are having some.
1: Uh... Oh, they they don't have what, what they don't have someone that they can look to. Like Neil deGrasse Tyson hasn't come out and said, science tells us to support Hamas. Like they, Like they haven't they don't have none of their thought leaders have told them what to believe. Um uh just so everyone knows, uh welcome to uh uh Quick Bits with Ian Covell. Uh okay, it's over now. Uh <laughs> it kicked Brad's out. back. I what's going on? It's uh crazy. it's all right, we're professionals, we can keep this going. You know, Brad and I have done comedy shows in basements with mold growing uh in front of audiences of 10. So things like this where Brad can't get his camera working. These aren't going to throw either one of us. Um, this is uh, this is actually us succeeding.
0: Yeah, this is this is something that needs to be figured out. My
1: cat is going crazy. What's
0: your cat doing?
1: He's just meowing like crazy. I had to separate the two. I have a seven-year-old cat and a one and a half-year-old cat and the one and a half year old is just driving the old one crazy it's just jumping on him beating him up uh poor guy and he's got a hip problem so i gotta start giving him so he uh, hates him yeah they're not yeah they're not really good friends i i you know i had i had to rescue the other one he literally was trapped in a ditch you know yeah i remember And, and and nobody would take him so i ended up having to keep him and now it's like, I got one that says, no, this is my territory. And you can have that territory to the south and to the west. Um, and he's like, no, no. So you have an Israel and a pa- I know, I have an uh, Israel Palestine. and a Palestine. Yeah, yeah. I have, yeah. Israel. I have a <laughs> Jewish cat. I have a Jewish cat and a uh, Muslim. Come here, buddy.
0: Okay. If this last thing doesn't work, we're
1: just we're just going to roll with it. Yeah. Here, I don't know what's going on here. I
0: apologize okay. to everybody about these uh, problems here. I need to get my money back Meow. from Meow. The service and uh, did not it did not work. So, all right, I, I'm going to go with it like this because every time I try to put my, my webcam mm-hmm. on, it it cuts off and kicks me out. So, are you okay, okay being the face? I'm fine. <laughs> okay. So, here's the next quote from that book. And this is about religion. Mm-hmm. Again, this was published in 1927, about nine years after World War One, And it says, the churches of practically every description can be relied upon to bless a popular war and to see it, at, and see it as an opportunity for the triumph of whatever godly design they choose to further. Some care must, of course, be exercised to facilitate the transition from the condemnation of wars in general, which is the traditional attitude on the part of uh, the Christian sects, to the praise of a particular war. That's a very insightful comment. Because it's most, okay, most Christians are going to be anti-war, and Mm -hmm. he's saying you need to rely on this Christian uh, um, religion, but you have to be careful in the way you transition them from being anti-war to being pro-war. And I think we're seeing a little bit of that going on right now with a focus on the biblical aspect of
1: it. Oh, yeah, B.B. uh, getting out there and saying that, you know, the Bible, it says there's a time for peace and a time for war. This is a time for war. Right. I'm just you like, know? Oh yeah. No, they're, they're like, they're, they're going to play every note they possibly can, every style of music they can, uh, to try to get, you know, all the people to file, file the pod Piper. Um, it, it, it's, um, yeah, that's why I say it's a foregone conclusion. I mean, it's scary. Cause I mean, I, I, mm, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I I think we could definitely um, be dancing towards some sort of nuclear war. Yeah,
0: it's going <sighs> to be a party if we're going to. I mean, somebody's going to be the last civilization in society. Might as well be
1: us, right? Well, I'm thinking about becoming Amish. I mean, I don't speak a really? lick of Pennsylvania Dutch, but it can't be that hard to learn. Um, and maybe I can just pretend I'm I'm mute and just uh, you know I'll just. Pretend I'm a mute and live among the Amish.
0: Well, Stella showed me this story the other day of these mutes from years and years ago who were killing each other. It's like a war of the mutes were angry and they started killing other mutes. So you, even even the mutes are not immune to this warfare. Uh,
1: yeah. Right, um,
0: I think it might have fixed the problem. You got it? Maybe we'll find out in a second. What, here. what
1: other what other ta- what other things did you want to talk about? Here we go, there we go. I had something I want to talk about. I, I'm back. Um, Let me read you one more quote. Here. Oh sure, sure, sure.
0: Which one? Oh wait, two two more quick ones. yeah
1: you're back. Oh, yes. Since the flaming. Oh my god.
0: Since the flaming vocabulary of religion still has the power to move the hearts of many men, it is a poor propagandist who neglects the spiritual and religious interpretation of war by the spokesmen of every sect. Each religious body must be brought to see uh, in this this discomfiture of the enemy a triumph for its gods and its priests and its dogmas. That's, okay, now one, one more. I think this is a particularly good one. All the specific means of conquering evil um, are and should be glorified. The cult of battle requires that every form of comma and exhortation, enlistment, food saving, munition making, killing the enemy, should have the blessing of all the holy sentiments. In Christian countries, precautions must be taken to calm the doubts of those who undertake to give such a book as the Bible an inconvenient interpretation. And the screen just blinked out. Give me a freaking break. Uh, unbelievable. All right, so the last part of that, quote. Did you hear most of that quote? I did, I heard it all. In um, Christian. The last part of this is the best part of it. In Christian countries, precaution must be taken to calm the doubts of those who undertake to give such a book as the Bible, an inconvenient interpretation. It is always expedient to circulate the arguments of the preachers and priests who are willing to explain how you can follow Jesus and at the same time, kill your enemies. Uh, <sighs> Thank you, yeah. Tony, for that tip. I appreciate it. Yeah,
1: no, I, uh Hmm, it's a, that's, it's, I do think that even, even in the, yeah, it, they're, they're definitely getting, uh, the Christians on board with this, they're get, getting the Holy War thing started. What was I going to say about that? There was something about that quote. What was the first part of the Oh, I know. There was in a part of that quote that said, you know, we talked about getting people behind this by helping, you know, uh with food and, and basically helping with the battle. Right. Yeah. One of this is one of the problems I think that our government is having and modern governments are having is those days are over. Right. You mean this is a, there's a, uh, a capitalist war machine there, you know, there's a big military industrial complex that uh, creates all of these munitions. So people, we don't have to save tinfoil to help the troops anymore. They've sourced all that you know, we don't we don't have to. So that's why I think they're trying to get something to us to get morally engaged to justify the gobs and gobs of money. They keep shoveling towards this thing. I mean, I talked to liberal friends and they literally have the viewpoint that money is imaginary, which it is. But they're like, money is imaginary, and American money, you know, the way people feel about it is very confident, so we can just print as much as we want, doesn't matter, another trillion, it's all fake anyways. Right. Right. Um. (sighs) Yeah, it's
0: it's, a propaganda ambush that we're hitting, and... My screen blipped out there again. This, I, I super sorry I can about see the it. We can see technical it. problems. I know, but I'll, I, just, the, I thought the rockfin thing went down for a second, and okay, like, some, something's going on with my internet. I don't. This is weird, but where are we at? Okay, so here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna give you one or two more quick clips of, of Kamala. If, mm-hmm. if my actually, I'm probably not because I think it might shut short out my system. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna skip to uh, um. What the final story is going to be, okay, which is which is going to be about uh, Dwight Howard. Uh, And then then we'll do a quick 10-minute XR, the subscriber-only portion of the show, at patreon.com slash propaganda report, which is going to be a grab bag. I'm going to read you a a handful of headlines, and you pick which one you want to hear about and talk about, and we'll talk about that one. Uh, I have a lot of fun ones that we could do uh, about that, I believe. So if you're listening on Rockfin right now, I'm not going to be able to respond to the chats because I got to X out of Rockfin because something keeps shorting out my system, so I apologize if I'm not responding to that. And I'm just trying to keep this thing going for the rest of the show so I can- Brad, it I
1: am so appreciative that you keep this thing going. All I have to do is sit here <laughs> and say stupid things every once in a while. You are actually touching buttons and pulling levers, and thank you, Brad. Well, I appreciate that. I appreciate
0: yeah. that. Yeah, I- I wish I could figure this out. This has been like the worst. You're doing great. You look, is, you look like, like you've been
1: doing this for a long time. Terrorists have attacked
0: my system.
1: You look like you've been screwing up for a long time.
0: I have. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Thank you. I, <laughs> I mean, like, you got
1: this down. Yeah, yeah. I've got screwing
0: up. You got it's, screwing up like <laughs> you're. Cut it down. You got it down, man. <laughs> so I want to talk to you about this story because yeah. I know that you, at least you used to be an Orlando Magic fan. I am
1: still an Orlando Magic fan. When we first right. met,
0: Dwight Howard was the best player on the Orlando I know,
1: Number one pick out of high school, I think. Second best team we ever had. Second right. Best they almost won it all. We ever had. I know.
0: And he has been in the news lately because of a sexual allegation against him. Harassment. A sexual harassment allegation against a man. A man is accusing him of that. Mm-hmm. And this is the headline from Deadspin talking about the story. It says... Dwight Howard has essentially come out and almost no one is talking about it. Here's the subheadline. Sexual assault allegations have turned what would have been a historical LGBTQ plus moment in U.S. sports into a complete mess. (laughs) So they're upset. He might have have done whatever to this guy. They're upset about it because it could have been a moment. The number one pick out of high school
1: Number one, you know, it also, the reality is, is nobody fucking cares if you're gay. I know nobody does. Nobody care. fucking cares. <laughs> nobody cares. Shut up. Shut up. Stop telling people you're gay all the time. Stop having these coming out moments. Nobody cares. It's just, it's not a big deal. To me, that's what's funny about that is... You can't have it both ways. You can't say that America is one of the most intolerant, you know, uh, uh, cultures towards homosexuals. Right. You can't say that and have no one give a shit when Dwight Howard sends text messages saying, think about that meat. To another that's man. what he said. I know. That's, that's, think that's about that meat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the, the, this and the story, right, the story. And...
0: So Dwight Howard, a little background on him, by the way. I think in the NBA, well, at least when he was in the NBA, I believe that he was, I think, number one ranked at having the most Wait. children by the most baby mamas across the country. Because that's the thing with with the, with the NBA right. is they have historically, because ha- they're on the road all the time, lots of baby mamas. Some of them with just like ten children. I can't remember the number one ranked guy of all time, but Dwight Howard has like something like nine kids with like mm. eight, seven or eight women. And Mm. maybe he's actually, maybe he's just uh, not gay. Maybe he's a man who has sex with men.
1: As maybe he's like Dwight. Maybe he's he's like Wayne Brady. He's uh, polyamorous. He's
0: polyamorous. Yeah, yeah. Or what what did he call that again? Pansexual.
1: Pansexual is what he called it.
0: So the the reason they say that he's essentially come out is because his defense in this case, which stems from twenty twenty one, is that the sex was consensual that he had with a man, and the other guy released all the text messages to as uh-huh. evidence i'm gonna you you already mentioned one of them i'm gonna just read a couple of them to you that that are the more interesting ones here let's see here all right i think we can start okay that's what's up we'll skip that one just waiting on you to. all right so he's talking to this guy on Insta on instagram who that's how they met and Yeah, so Dwight says, who am I talking to? And the guy says, I'm Steven, my bad. Then he gives my main IG, and then then Dwight likes that. And then the guy goes, thoughts, LOL. And Dwight says, I was waiting for you to send pics. And then the other guy goes, oh, I got you. And then Dwight responds, they deleted the pics, obviously. Dwight responds with, he wants more. And then the guy says, I got you, Poppy. Also, what are you into? You like freaky shit? And Dwight says, yeah, I'm into freaky shit. <laughs> and then Dwight goes, now I want you to know I'm not like gay or anything. I'm just all nasty sometimes. I don't want to offend you. So he's, making, he's asking for freaky gay shit while mm-hmm. making sure he knows. I'm not gay, okay? But send yeah, me some more that just D. Like a,
1: yeah, I just like some D.
0: And, and then it's hilarious. So the image, because they removed all the images in the movie. So after Dwight sent this one, what you see on the, 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 te- the DM chain is uh, Dwight loved a movie. Dwight loved an image. Dwight loved an image. Dwight loved an image. Dwight loved a movie. <laughs> so he hearted all of them. <laughs> 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 yeah,
1: yeah, why yeah. do people put this stuff in text messages and uh, private chats? Like, why? They
0: don't why? think, like, especially if you're Dwight Howard, you don't think the person's going to keep it and use it I against mean, you one day. On. And he needs to realize people are going to try to extort him, whether it's yeah. a dude or a chick.
1: This is why it's safer to just be dirt poor. Really? <laughs> no,
0: nobody's saving your text they hooked up with a dirt poor person. They're deleting the text. <laughs> yeah, so nobody text. knows they hooked up with a dirt poor person. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, here's the one. So the guy messages after Dwight had messaged a devil face to him. I didn't, I didn't see what was before that. The guy says, what's up, sexy? And what does YUD mean?
1: YUD, you you up, dude? You, what does you, that mean?
0: Yeah. YUD, I don't know. I don't know what that means. But the guy responded with, "Was helping my sister cook, just chilling." Now, oh, what are you doing? Oh, what are you doing? And then he goes, "What are Uh-oh. you doing, babe?" And when he says, "What are you doing to babe?" Babe to Dwight. Dwight says, "Thinking about that meat."
1: Think about that meat.
0: And then the guy Think says, "You trouble." Baby
1: Beck, baby Beck.
0: Yeah, guy says you trouble, and then Dwight says, LOL, oops, I want it. And the guy says, When? And Dwight says, Now. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, and then there's, is there anything here? Oh my God, I didn't even see this one. Okay, so at one point, the guy says, or Dwight says, Damn, after, after the guy sent a tongue and yeah. sent a video.
1: Dwight Howard would be one of the scariest people on the planet to have sex with. He's He's like seven feet tall. Man, he is nearly. He's he's like what one tick shorter than Shaq, or is he? Maybe no, he's taller than Shaq. I think. I think he's right around Shaq's height. Yeah, I I mean, everything is got to be enormous, right? I mean, everything is got to be enormous. Like, what do you do when you get someone like uh, him naked? What what's the first thing you do? Well, you nice get, a well, yeah,
0: you, you get a ladder. Yeah, you get a ladder. You get a step ladder. ladder to get Call, call
1: on. a call a small crew to help you. Maybe like, this guy what? is also seven feet tall, and it's just like just a war. Jeez. seems it sounds like a lot of work to to have sex to have sex with someone that huge. I would think so. And at one point,
0: Dwight sent to him, "You have some cum shots, lol." Oh, and then geez. he just says he wants to see
1: more of his dick. More of it,
0: yeah, maybe it's just it just
1: showed like real extreme close-ups. Yeah, zoom out on it. Show me more of
0: it. You you gotta be. You can't show it all at once. It's like just you know, right? right. Maybe had an outfit on it and he took the outfit off. So so there's there's Dwight Howard doing that. Yeah, you're. Who cares? Who's gay? Who who? Who I don't care. I don't give a rat's ass. Who
1: cares? Who cares? But also, I'm going to giggle about two dudes who are uh, like one of them, uh, a jock saying, think about that meat. That's always going to make me giggle. It wouldn't make me giggle if like a flamboyant guy said that, right? Because it's like, yeah, no big, yeah, that's I expect him to say that. But when Dwight Howard says, think about that meat, that's fucking
0: hilarious. It's the only thing you think about when you're watching him play basketball. Yeah. That's the, yeah. It's all <laughs> going to that, I mean, he he could still be playing. He would be playing a bench. Play yeah. He's playing in, in Japan or China or something. Every time he, he just, misses a foul shot, we're gonna
1: know why. Because he was thinking about that right. meat.
0: He goes like, "Yeah, I bet he's <laughs> getting a lot of that meat over there <laughs> in, in China." Because he clearly doesn't seem to mind whatever yeah. it is. I think he responded with something like, "I'll put my wood wherever" on Instagram recently. Which, oh yeah. Maybe that's what he told the judge officially. I I, I do not know, but. That's going to be where we wrap up that D&B, and then we'll do one quick story here in the XR before we get out of here. Thank you guys for listening. I apologize about the technical problems. I really do. That's, this is the worst that that has ever been. But we will get we did it. We did it, Brad. We did it. Thank you, Ian, for uh, uh, holding it up while I was figuring all that out. We will talk to you all next time. Ian, tell people where they can find you. If you hey, you, if you know, want-
1: you can find me on Twitter, uh, my, my, uh, my troll, my parody account, uh, Reginald V. Actor. Uh, he has lots of fun things. Um, you know, recently, like he, he basically is, he's so progressive uh, that even progressives can't out progress him. Fantastic.
0: And he is very, very uh, progressive. And we'll, we'll have to have him on the show sometime again. He'll soon. have to come back on. Thank you guys for watching. We'll talk to you next time. Have a fantastic rest of your day. All right. Gone from YouTube. Gone from Twitter. Uh, hopefully on rock fan guys, I, do not have the Rockfin app up, you know, because I don't want it to, I think that might have been part of what was, it was using a lot of resources. Hmm. So I apologize that I'm not responding global to comments.
1: Warming. Global warming. Yeah, global warming, warming is, is global also warming. a major
0: contributing factor to that. So I'm going to give you, I'll go through a couple quick stories and you just tell me which one you'd rather hear okay. about. Uh, I work at a NYC underground sex club. Here's what it's like. I get paid $150 an hour to cuddle with men and Gen Z women. Cops, this is a smoking gun one. Man sought sex for himself and his horse. Also smoking gun. Banana tried to give police the slip. And finally, Target gives cops bizarre explanation for public pleasure session.
1: Let's do the Target one.
0: Okay, that one. I was hoping you'd pick that one. I bet. I haven't read it yet, so
1: we're going to experience this Because tar- it sounds like Target needs some police, like the Walmart police. I, I, that's what I was thinking. When you I said, think the Walmart police the- show up to Target, they're like, get out of here, you're <laughs> out of <laughs> your jurisdiction. Go to Walmart and masturbate. Go to Walmart. Or if you steal from Walmart and you make it into Target, and you're like, ha,
0: sanctuary. Yeah. Yeah, you can sell it to Target, too. They'll take all <laughs> the stolen goods. So this is the smoking gun, and uh, let's see. I like to actually read the the police reports, if I can get that up. No, 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 that didn't do what I was hoping it would do. So Target gives cops bizarre explanation for public pleasure session and uh, state all the facts and persons relied upon supporting the elements of the alleged crime. The defendant was caught on camera walking around the store Target while masturbating. The defendant committed a sex act by physically touching and stimulating his genitalia in public area for the purpose of sexual arousal. Thank you for that explanation. This is an official affidavit. The video shows the defendant touching his clothed genitalia as well as his exposed penis. So he had it sounds like he pulled it through the zipper to me.
1: I think it's very <laughs> presumptuous of them to say that it was for the purpose of sexual arousal. That's true. could have been doing it as a form of protest against the Israel Against the uh, war. Yeah,
0: that's how we we protest. That's how we protest. Right. There's plenty of uh, those, yeah, masturbation (laughs) protests. (laughs) The affidavit then says, the defendant has prior incidents of the same behavior. Oh, so he's protested a lot. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I would love to see hundreds of dudes marching down the street.
0: Masturbating for Israel <laughs> or whatever. Protesting, yeah. Or
1: whatever, whatever they're protesting. It's like instead of a, a die-in, it's a, it's a jack-in or yeah, whatever. Yeah, right. A, right. <laughs> Dude, that would be great.
0: And you know, you could convince a hundred of these people who are who are easily conned into doing it because they'll do anything. Yeah.
1: This is how we're going to uh, stop oil, guys. And they're like, what? We're going to pour it all over our bodies. Yeah. And we're going to jack off of it.
0: And they're like, why are we doing that? And they're like, because they created a mess. Now we're going to create one.
3: Yeah.
0: Clean up our mess. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to get them in a sticky situation. (laughs) The affidavit then says, during an interview with the defendant, he claimed he was not masturbating his actual penis, like you said, Ian, but rather a dildo he had in his shorts. Okay. So it was a, it was a misdirection. (laughs)
1: <laughs> okay. Well, there's no crime against uh, fake masturbation, right?
3: I, it's I no think different.
1: That's... that's no different than wearing one of those costume arrows through your head. I, I
0: thought that was encouraged, fake masturbation. Right. Just yeah. like... Then it says, video evidence suggests the, the phallic object in his hand was indeed connected to his person.
1: <laughs> Do you think I'm some kind of a sick fuck that I'd actually jack off my own penis in a Target? No, I so. had a dildo, thank you very much.
0: Yeah, I had it sewn to my body so it was attached yeah. to my person.
1: So, yeah, so, the, the, so are they saying that it was a real penis, right, when they say it was attached?
0: They should have been more specific. They just say the phallic object in his hand was connected to his person, which that does open up some questions. How closely did you inspect? Because maybe you pull his pants down. He's yeah. got a dick. He's got a, a stapled on dildo.
1: Yeah, maybe. Yeah.
0: Oh, my goodness. I, there's a picture of him. Always like you always do like to see pictures of this guy. Maybe this will work without shorting out my, my screen here. Why? Why
1: does anyone? Why does anyone do that? Like the compulsion. Like does he think? It's him. Oh man, there he is. That looks like the kind of guy that would do that. Those glasses are just like pedophile glasses. Yeah, they really are. They just need brown tint on them. Yeah,
0: and what's unfortunate? He's twenty five. is a younger guy. He was he, three thousand bond. He was released. So he posted bond for $3,000. So somebody got him out, which means he's got a buddy who picked him up and said, dude, again, again. Yeah.
1: Do you think, yeah. Do you think this is just like, but what was he thinking? might happen? Like, did he, do you think he thought through? Cause he probably didn't think he was going to end the experience in jail. Right. That's probably not what he thought. He probably didn't go. I know I'm going to go to jail. I'm going to jack off and target. He probably right. thought, what I know how I'm gonna find true love. I'm gonna go I look at some sexy gonna... shit in Target <laughs> and get off. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go get off on some of these great fucking deals. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <they're laughs> dropping prices. I'm dropping my deal. pants.
1: Yes, exactly. Five dollars off. How about you know whatever I could. You know what I'm saying. This is I, just I, absolutely. I, I no. I, I think that the guy
0: he. He probably masturbates everywhere he goes. If I'm being honest, his car is probably disgusting, and his closest friends are very loyal, but they always have to say, "What was
1: his explanation for the public pleasure session?"
0: That it, he wasn't pleasuring himself; he was jerking off a dildo that, for some reason, he had brought and stuck through the zipper of his pants.
1: Okay, okay, that was which the, is a perfectly like you know half. But he didn't explain why he was that. doing that.
0: D- did not say in the, in the, uh, the affidavit. Yeah. It was a very short affidavit.
1: Yeah. But just a misdemeanor though, you know, whatever. How, how, uh, it's gotta be, that's gotta be one of the f- more fun calls as a cop. And what do what do you think it was? The 911 call? Um, uh, excuse me. Uh, yes. Um, there is a man walking through target and he's, Looks like he's having a public pleasure session. I, I I cannot tell if it's with, it could very well be a penis. It could be a dildo. It's attached to his body. Yeah. <laughs> should
0: I shoot him? Definitely attached. Should, should, should I shoot him? The police will be there soon. We, 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 we think we know who this is. Okay. Because I have a dildo too. I could pull out my dildo
1: and I could jack off with him.
0: Right. Is that whatever the recommendation is for the to end the war in and, and Israel and, and Gaza. Like that's mm-hmm. whatever for the
1: protest is. It could be. Yeah. And we're gonna call for a yeah, a cease, a uh,
0: cease So check. I, I wanna know how long he walked around the store. I wanna know how many people saw it, did a double take and didn't say anything. Cause if you see that, it's like my instinct, I think probably wouldn't be to run to tell security. It would probably be to kind of look at him oh, yeah. and maybe hang behind him and follow probably. him out to, to see yeah. what he's, if, what's
1: he doing? A hundred percent. Yeah. And I think one of the other things I would, I would think of, especially with, <clears throat> you know, the way the world we live in today, I would probably just make my way out of target pretty quickly. You would just leave. I would just probably leave. Pretty, I, would wa- I, I, would I would probably I would go I would watch and I'd be like eh, it could be a dildo it could be a gun I don't know I, I
0: wouldn't be able to help myself I would probably swing back around and, and, and cross by him again and, and like notice it and acknowledge it and go sexy deals in here right and then just keep going
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah what if <laughs> what if it was a dildo and he started attacking people with the dildo you right, know after he jerked it off beating him, beating him over He's the like, head
0: why won't this thing work I've been jerking it off for hours and nothing happens Nothing comes out of it.
1: I don't feel anything.
0: <laughs> that's probably that's probably what happened. Sure.
1: This guy.
0: All right, Ian. Do you have any any more comments to add? Bobby Knight. I will just say just died. The basketball coach, former Who? Indiana. So Bobby Knight. I just oh, saw that he died. Really? Yeah, no I was a big Bobby Knight fan. So condolences. Yeah, I was too, man. Yeah. He certainly wouldn't put up with any of his players jerking off the dilly.
1: Like, come on. on I'd love to play Bobby Knight in a Bobby Knight movie. (laughs) That would be awesome, dude. (laughs) Choking
0: players, throwing chairs in the court. Come on. Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank y'all. Thank you, Ian. We'll talk to you next time. Have a fantastic rest of your day.